Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. And once again, I am so excited that you are joining me today. So I had uh, a bit of a challenge yesterday. I was at church. We were at church with, as a family and um, we had a guest guest pastor and he challenged us to everybody stand up and if you couldn't quote confidently a verse from the Bible for every year that you've been alive, sit down. So I am 37. I turned 37 last week. And although I knew, I knew that I knew 37 verses, it was very uh, convicting that I also knew that I knew that I knew that I couldn't say them confidently. I, I've always kind of given myself an excuse of, well, it's good that you know them. You don't have to know exactly where they come from. You don't have to know them word for word. And although as you're learning scripture and as you're newer to the faith and really just developing your relationship with Jesus, that still makes sense to me that it's, it's about the relationship. It's about understanding God's words. It's about taking it all in. But then I also feel like there is the next step, right? This is next level faith. So what does it take to get to that next level? And as I sat there and listened to his message and on the ride home, I just really felt convicted about that. God really put on my heart, like, here you are recording a podcast for me in obedience to me. You're planning a live event in obedience to me. And you're writing your next book in obedience to me. And all three of those things have me spending time in his word. All three of those things have me connecting to the Holy Spirit and really trying to digest what I'm learning. Um, All three of those things have me leaning into other resources um, that bring me back to scripture and help explain it and, and things like that. But I haven't been memorizing scripture. And I was convicted of that. Because one of the things I talk about in my book, and one of the things this pastor talked about yesterday was how do you recognize a lie if you don't know the truth? And he went on to say, you know, when, when the enemy comes at you with, you're not good enough, or it'll never be that way, or did God really say that? And, you know, all these seeds of doubt and deception and, and betrayal, all these things that the enemy sows into your life. If you're not following Jesus' example, 
which sanctification process, right, is is becoming more and more Christ-like. It's shedding who we are, our worldly part of us, and becoming more and more Christ-like to where our spirit is becoming more and more Christ-like. So we're living out in our daily life to be a reflection of Jesus Christ. And how Jesus Christ rebuked the enemy was by saying, it is written. And he would quote scripture. So if Jesus is to be our example, shouldn't that be what we're doing as well? Shouldn't when we are under attack by the enemy, shouldn't when we are in a season of doubt or a a time of deception or despair or uncertainty, shouldn't we be saying to the enemy out loud with our mouth, it is written. And yesterday I realized I so desperately wanted to be able to do that. And I couldn't confidently do that. I couldn't confidently say it is written and then quote a piece of scripture. Because some of the verses that I know very well, one, I might not know where they come from. I don't know exactly what verse they are. Maybe I'll get the right book, but I don't know exactly what verse they are. And I'm not saying it word for word. So it's just, it was very convicting for me yesterday to think about, wow, I want to do better. I want to be living into my next level of faith. I want to challenge myself. I want to rise up. I want to be 37, able to confidently quote 37 verses of scripture that are truth, that are God's word. I mean, that is the sword we are to fight with. And I talk about that in my book and it was just very convicting and humbling and also inspiring in the same manner of this is, this is where it has to start. And I realized maybe this is why I'm having trouble really organizing my book. Well, it's, I know what I want to say and I'm having trouble saying it. And, and right now, like I just, I feel the Holy Spirit upon me and God just saying, speak my words, you know, just as, as he did to Jeremiah and he, he put his words in his mouth and he touched his lips and he gave him his words. And I've been praying for that. Lord, give me your words. And he's like, I already have, <laughs> That's, it's there, beloved. <laughs> there it is. It's a whole book of my words. <laughs> Learn them learn them well, speak of them, speak of them often, you know, and I, this morning on the way back after dropping the kids off at school, I was singing along on the radio and, um, I was listening to my, um, I call it my inspiring tunes playlist. And it, it dawned on me how I'm able to sing those songs, even some of the newer ones that are on that playlist. I was like, wow. So I, I do know more scripture than I thought I did because many of the Christian songs that I'm listening to have verses of scripture in them and they're just put to music. And then, you know, they, they go on into a chorus and they have, you know, different verses in it, but there's typically a verse or two of scripture within the song. 
And I thought, it's easy to sing. And it's also beautiful. I think when I was growing up, I didn't praise as much. We would be in church and I would see people raising their hands in worship. And I thought it looked funny. I didn't, it was odd to me. And now I can't help but raise my hand. You know, when I, when I was growing up, it felt out of place. And yesterday I got down on my knees in the sanctuary with my hands lifted up. And when I was done praying, I I looked up and Jack was beside me on his knees and Matt beside him and then Campbell beside him all on their knees, just in prayer. And I just felt overwhelmed with joy. I thought, yes, this is what I want for my children. I want this to be normal for them. I want this to be how it is. I want, I want, I want that peace and joy when they are in God's house. I want them to be confident and passionate about sharing God's word and praising God and not having any kind of shame or will I fit in? All that just leave. And yesterday I was like, you know what? It starts, it starts with me. It starts with Matt. And we have to We have to do that. We have to show our kids what's next, what it's like to live your next level of faith because they're in the sanctification process too. They are growing in their faith. And, you know, Campbell's in middle school and Jackson has last year of elementary school. And I, I see the worldly influence. I see it. And there's that part of me that just wants to put them in my home for always, (laughs) just bubble them up and not let the world in. And then I hear God say, do you really think you can protect them more than I can? And it's so true. And it's just, I have to keep pointing them to Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And so after yesterday, I realized that as a family, you know, if you need to know a verse a year for every year that you're alive, I think we can do that. And I, I challenged myself this morning on the ride home from school. I challenged myself to start with a verse a month as a family to memorize scripture. And I'm going to start with the verses that I'm using in my book so that it really is ingrained and I really am able to speak truth in what I'm writing because that's how we fight the enemy is with the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. So I have to know God's word. You know, they asked um, somebody who studies counterfeit money, right? 
how how many counterfeit bills do you have to study to recognize when it's counterfeit? And he said, oh, it's just the opposite. I study the real thing. And it's so true. You have to study the real thing. You have to study the truth. And anything that is not that is counterfeit. And so I challenge you, just as I'm challenging myself, to really start studying the truth, learning the truth. So when the enemy comes after you, because he will, that's what he does. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. His methods haven't changed since the beginning of time. It's the same thing. And he knows what works with you. He sees your big red button and he pushes it over and over and over again. His words are smooth like butter. See, that's that's out of Psalms. And I know David was talking about Absalom, his son, and, and how he was deceived, how he deceived his father. And it says his words were smooth like butter, but his heart was war. I don't know where in Psalms that was. <laughs> so that's a challenge to myself. It's okay. That's what I got to go back and, and memorize and find exactly where that is. But I want, I would love for you to take this challenge with me for one verse per month. And I would love for you to share those with me over on Instagram at the Julianne Kirkland. Let's do this together. Let's study God's word together. Let's get into the truth. Let's recognize the truth. Let's hold each other accountable to the truth. We want to live in our next level of faith. Let's do it together because that's what the church is supposed to do. It's not just a building. It's a people. We are the people. We are to be the hands and feet. So let's do it together. So when you pick your verse, October is coming up soon. It's coming up in a couple of days. Pick your verse. Share it with me over on Instagram at the Julian Kirkland. And let's support each other. Let's hold each other accountable to it. I'll share mine there as well. And together, let's arise. Let's arise and shine. And that verse means so much to me. And I didn't really understand it, that it was from scripture. I thought it was a song. Arise and shine and <laughs> give God the glory, glory. You know, that's, that's the song that my dad used to sing to me. And here we are today is his three-year anniversary of his Heaven Gotcha Day. And I think back on that song and how he would datify it. You know, he would put in, um, God told you me to get out the bed and water. <laughs> and he would just, he would datify it. <laughs> but he is full of so much joy and love and laughter. And we were talking about that today on the way to school because every morning, we look at the sunrise and we think, wow, that's a beautiful one. Do love that one. And we like to pretend that God chooses a different angel every day 
to paint the sunrise because they're always a little bit different. And it's just, it's a cool thing for the kids to imagine, even myself to imagine this, this beautiful creation every day. It's a, it's a new hope, it's a new outlook. And we have that to look forward to every day. So anyway, that's all I have for you, my friends. I know these past two podcasts have been short and sweet, but they are deep. And I hope that you take them in and allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life and really listen to the truth that he is pulling you towards. That gut check that you have when something doesn't feel right, ask the Holy Spirit, is this you? What are you telling me? And he will answer you. Let's learn the truth together. Let's live on our next level of faith because that's where the best version of you is. That's all I got for you, my friends. I hope you have a great day and we'll see you soon. Bye.